What's going on, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of the Loud Hound Sports Podcast. I'm Bobby McGinnis, joined alongside Thomas Blown and special guest this week, Ryan Stom. We had him on a few weeks ago, and we just loved him so much that we had to bring him back. And this week, we're going to be talking about NFL and the updated playoff picture. So to start, Tom, what were your thoughts about this week in football? You know, my team, the Jets, fell to the Bengals. The Dolphins stole a win from the Eagles, and the Redskins beat the Carolina Panthers as well. So a lot of upsets, and the bottom of the league really showed uh, that they wanted to compete all of a sudden. Yeah, it was a little crazy. A lot of those bottom teams won this week. The Giants continue to do what they do best. They keep tanking for Chase Young and the chase for Chase. (laughs) And um, great game last night. We saw Seattle take care of business against uh, the Minnesota Vikings. There were a few uh, bottom of the league wins, like you said, Bengals, Redskins, Dolphins, but a few big wins from like teams like Houston Texans beating the New England Patriots. We had a great uh, 1 o'clock game in Baltimore. The Ravens knocked off the 49ers in a thrilling game. It was more of a grinded-out win by the, by the Ravens in that rainy uh, weather. And uh, Lamar Jackson continues his MVP case. It was just another exciting Sunday in uh, football. Yeah, Lamar had to actually play a fourth quarter this week in a close yeah, game exactly. against the 49ers. Uh, Ryan Stom, what were your thoughts about this week in football? Uh, yeah, week 13, it was a very interesting week. Um, the Texans pulled off a big win against the Patriots. Um, and the Patriots are struggling on offense. I mean, Tom Brady this year, he's not, you know, he doesn't have a lot of stats. His stats aren't great, but um, the defense is obviously number one in the league, number two in the league. So um, even at 10 and 2, there's definitely a team going into the playoffs looking to. Going back to the Super Bowl again. Um, but, yeah, that offense is struggling. But um, other than that, the uh, Ravens did pull off a huge win against the Niners. And they're the clear – I guess they're the clear favorite to win the Super Bowl. And um, I'm, I really like the Seahawks. Um, last night, great game. And um, they pulled off a, an exciting game, a seven-point win Monday night. So, interesting week. And this next week should be better. Yeah, you bring up a great point. I wasn't planning on talking about it today. However, Tom Brady's numbers are low, and they've been pretty low over the last few seasons. And a lot of people are starting to question, is now the time where Tom Brady might consider retirement? And people are starting to question if he'll be the Patriots quarterback in the year 2020, next year. Uh, So I kind of want to hear you guys' thoughts about that, because I've seen it all over Twitter, Instagram, and a lot of other hot takes that, you know, Brady um, might be starting to come to a close for his career. Yeah, um, we look at this Patriot team this season, and for me specifically, I did not see really any struggle through the first eight games, but then or seven games. But then you can take a look at their schedule and see they really didn't play anyone. And uh, the the way this defense has played this year has really overshadowed the struggles from this New England offense. But when you really dive into things <clears throat> and look at the statistics. This New England offense has struggled mightily this year. They do not have a great ground game. Sony Michelle has not had a great season uh, rushing the ball. And uh, they have a three-headed monster with uh, Burkhead. And they also use uh, uh, White. But they don't have a consistent running back. And the receivers haven't been great this year besides Julian Edelman. I mean, you have that kid Myers. Uh, you have a few young stars there. But, like, I don't see I don't see a big offense from them. I know they have Tom Brady. Uh, his numbers, as you said, are really down this year. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt them in the playoffs if their offense can't produce. Yeah, I know. You bring up a good point about their offense lacking, although it's just so hard for me to think that Tom Brady, a player who's you know led this team for so many years, is going to call it quits after, you know, right now in the season he's 10-2. and two. 
And, I, like, a two-loss season so far, you can't be saying that this guy's doing something wrong. No, I definitely don't think that he's done. He's not even close to done yet. I would say he's obviously getting towards the end of his career. He's 41, 42 years old, clearly. But he, he mentioned it a week or two ago. He said he wants to play until he's around 46 years old, and this guy's in great physical shape to do so. He doesn't get hit that much throughout his whole career. We've seen his offensive line protects him very well. He doesn't get hit that much, not nearly as many other quarterbacks, and he's on a strict diet. He can't even eat ketchup. He goes to bed very early. This guy is regimented, and he's done it throughout his whole career, and that's why he's a winner. And I, I don't see him leaving anytime soon. But right now, I don't think the New England Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl, in my eyes. Right now, I think, yeah, the Ravens are up there, but I don't even think the Ravens are the front runner to win the Super Bowl right now. I would uh, agree that it's either Seattle or New Orleans right now who are, who are the favorites. Until... I know Lamar Jackson's a big MVP favorite right now. He's great rushing the ball. This kid's a, a highlight reel in the making. But until this guy can really prove to, to have a huge passing game, I don't, I don't see this team being a clear-cut Super Bowl favorite. I, I don't. Yeah, we'll get to the um, Super Bowl favorite and MVP race in a moment. I just want to hear Ryan Stom's thoughts on TB12. Yeah, so Brady's numbers are down this year, and it's almost every year, the past few years, um, you know, the Patriots lose a game here and there, and everyone panics. Um, I'm pretty sure it was the last two seasons. They started off, what, one and three or one and two, and they go on a roll and win. You know, they wind up winning 13 games. So, honestly, I'm not panicking at all if I'm the Patriots. Um, you know, Tom Brady, he used to have big games, you know, through for 330 yards, three touchdowns, but that's not his game anymore. He's, oh, he's getting old, and he's becoming a game manager, which he's been his whole career. But um, with smart coaching – and um, and Tom Brady, a smart quarterback, I think they could easily win the Super Bowl this year. Um, and it's kind of hard to bet against the Patriots in uh, January. You know, come playoff time, they're always there, and they have the most experience. And I know he just doesn't have a lot of weapons this year, but he does have Edelman. Um, the running backs haven't been playing well, but James White popped out, popped off last week. Um, you know, he had a few touchdowns. Um, they got him going in the receiving game, so I'm not too worried. Um, I know his numbers are down, but I think he's they're gonna they're gonna be right there in the come uh, playoff. So, all right. Well, going back to the playoff outlook now, <clears throat> we have the Steelers. Who I I gotta give my I gotta tip my cap to Coach Mike Tomlin. This team is not working with anything really. You have a quarterback who is uh, listed in the depth chart as the fourth string to start the season behind Ben Roethlisberger. Um, they had Josh Dobbs at the time, and then Mason Rudolph as well. So this is a kid who pretty much was barely even on the roster, and now he's he just won them a game. So I, I don't know. The Steelers team is working with virtually nothing. James Conner was absent. I believe Juju Smith didn't play last week as well. And they went out and they beat the Browns. And that really separated themselves um, <clears throat> from being a team that is looking um, on the outside looking in to a team that is probably going to make the playoffs now, and they're going to be competing with the Titans and the Bills, um, as well as the Raiders and the Colts for those wildcard spots. Yeah, they're using no excuses, next man up mentality, which is exactly how you got to play in this league. And uh, their defense has been playing like a top, top, I'd say eight defense in the league this this second half of the season. Once they acquired Minka Fitzpatrick from the Miami Dolphins, this kid has been everything they wished for plus more. And this kid, T.J. Watt, is an absolute beast. So they got a great defense. And I think this, this defense can carry them to the playoffs. They're going to need Connor and Schuster to get healthy. I'm pretty sure they're right now they're inactive for next week's game, but it's obviously very early to tell. 
But if they can't get fully healthy, it's gonna be it's gonna be a close wild card race either way in the AFC. Yeah, and you mentioned that Minka Fitzpatrick pickup. At first, I was a little confused giving up a first round pick um, for a cornerback who was just drafted, I believe, only uh, two years ago, two seasons ago, or maybe he's he was last year's rookie year. Um, uh, yeah, I want to say last year was his rookie year. All right, so you're t- you're trading a first-round pick for a kid who's not very proven, and honestly, the Steelers, the way that the season started, it looked like their pick was going to be very early. However, now this around. kid, has he's by far the MVP on this defense this year, and with the amount of um, takeaways and touchdowns that they've produced on the defensive side, this team is uh, a team that can make a spark, especially in the AFC, which isn't too dominant this year. They can. And yeah, might- I, uh- yes, Tom, let's, get, let's hear your input. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, Tommy brought up a good point. Their defense, I mean, that's why they're winning games. I think um, in order to be successful in the NFL and make a playoff push, you got to have a solid defense. And, um, you know, I think they're a top three defense. I think they're behind the Niners and, and the Patriots. They have T.J. Watt to beast. Like you said, Megan Fitzpatrick, that turned out to be a great trade. I didn't agree with it either at first, but yeah. um, he turned out to be a great, great player for that secondary. And um, that team runs on its defense. I mean, yeah, their offense is beat up. James Conner hasn't been playing. He's been hurt, hasn't been playing a lot. Um, you know, they don't have Antonio Brown this year, obviously. No Ben Roethlisberger. So, I mean, all their guys are stepping up. James Washington, um, they're number one now, I think. Oh, number two, Juju Smith-Schuster hasn't been playing well. But uh, James Washington stepped up, and, yeah, they're on their four-string quarterback right now. I mean, that defense is definitely carrying them into the playoffs. I'm, I'm not sure if they could make a run, but they could definitely get into the playoffs and maybe win a game or two. Yeah, just grind it out. Yeah, well, the first time that the Steel, I'm just looking at some of their notable um, games this year. The first time that they played the Ravens, they still have to play them again, I believe, week 17. Um, they took them to overtime. And that's a, that was a Ravens team who, yes, they were 2-2 two and two at the time, but since then they've won eight straight games. So the Steelers, um, I believe in them, and they can definitely make a splash and head to the divisional round at the very least. Yeah, I'm excited for them. Yeah, so keeping in the AFC – um, Tom, you mentioned the Ravens. You think that they're not a front runner to win the Super Bowl? See, I'm. I know we're in Baltimore here. We're in the thick of things, but this Ravens team is absolutely rolling right now. Don't get me wrong. This team is is obviously a top team to win the Super Bowl, but the, uh, I know Vegas has them right now. Clear cut favorites at plus two fifty. I think it is to win the Super Bowl, but I just I don't think this team's the front runner to win the Super Bowl because I think they're lacking. I know Lamar has figured out his passing a little bit, but I still think that if a team, a defense that comes into this Baltimore uh, stadium and and their defense is the plan to stop the run, you stop Mark Ingram, you stop Lamar Jackson, you put more than one spy on him, you put maybe two or three spies on him, don't let him get any rushing yards, I, I, I want to see him beat a team with his pass. I still haven't seen it all year. I know he's killed teams. He's killed New England. He killed San Francisco last week with the run. It's, it's much easier said than done. Uh, he's one of the best guys in the league with the read option. He, whenever he fakes it to Ingram, he runs it, and, and whatever he does, the defense does the opposite. So it's very hard to stop. But until I see Lamar beat teams strictly passing – I can't say that the Ravens are clear-cut number one to win to win the Super Bowl. I mean, you mentioned teams better game planning for Lamar Jackson, but that's what they've been doing all week. All these teams that he keeps um, beating are playoff teams. We looked at him. He um, played the New England Patriots. Yes, they were home, but they beat him by 17 points. Yeah, how no, about, he's making statements. How here. about another playoff team, the Houston Texans? 41-7. to Niners. Niners, 20-17, to a little closer in that game. Rams on the, on the borderline. They also beat the Seattle, playoffs. too. Yes, they went into Seattle and beat beat Russell Wilson. Um, 
he's had a great regular season. Don't get me wrong. This kid is probably going to win the MVP. But let's also take a glimpse back into last year. I know Ryan Stein went to the game uh, playoffs. Against the they Chargers, played the Chargers. He did nothing. No passing yeah. yards. He finished with negative passing yards but in we're the first half. That he was a rookie Un last year. Yeah, okay, he's a rookie We've last year. We've seen a major improvement okay, on all yeah. levels. Yeah, yeah. I can totally agree with that. But until this kid can prove himself in the playoffs, I can't say that this this Ravens team is clear-cut Super Bowl, Super Bowl favorites right now. I can't. So there's a lot. There's still a lot to, to be spoken here. That's true. It is tough to definitely, um, you this know. Team's rolling though. It's tough to say that a team with a sophomore quarterback is going to be favorites to win the Super Bowl. However, the AFC is not too powerful, and if you want to say um, the teams that are going to give him a run for his money, I mean, he already beat them. So it's 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 tough to say that that they don't stand a chance at the very least. I think. Oh, obviously they stand a chance. I think they're. they're I, I think, think they're t top in the thick of things right now, definitely. But okay, I just say, I'm just saying you can't you can't say that they're the runaway right now by any means. Yeah, I think they're stapled to play in the um, conference championship game though. Uh, yeah, and I'm hoping they get the home game for that because if they drop one more game, they're, they're giving it right back to New England and you don't want to go to New England for the AFC championship game. You don't. <clears throat> That's true. Um, you look at another, their two losses, they came back to back weeks three and four, the chiefs and the Browns. And, uh, we were all actually, all three of us were at that Browns game and it we looked were, awful. We were surprised too, because we thought that they would go in there and we thought that the score would be reversed. They lost mm -hmm. 40 to 25 and we, expected you know the complete opposite of that yeah when uh when we were at that game i was ve very shocked but you s you could see from that cleveland game up until now the the total switch that this team has flipped from that game and they've just been on a on a tear and this team's this team's looking real good right now and i'm excited i want them to win the super bowl i i still think lamar has some some things left to prove though and until he gets that ring the uh then he's he's gonna really prove himself all right and yeah no i'm Ryan, I just, yeah, no, I, I just want to ask you a question real quick. I'm sorry that uh, we are fumbling words there. But um, so we talked about, you know, the Ravens and the Patriots. How about the Texans? Do they stand any chance? They got blown out by the Ravens. However, they beat the New England Patriots. So where do they fall in the place here? Um, so the Texans are an interesting team. Um, Deshaun Watson is a great quarterback. I think he's top five in the league. But their problem is the defense. They don't have a great defense. Um and, you know, they, they just beat up on the pass. It wasn't – it was a close game, but if you really saw the game, it was, a, you know, kind of a blowout for the most of the game. But mm. yeah, I think they'll win that division. Maybe they should win that division. But I with that defense, I can't see them going to the Super Bowl. Um, you know, either playing the Ravens or Patriots. I just can't. Their, their defense isn't great. They've had – J.J. Watt, he might come back. I heard he might come back for the playoffs. I'm not sure. But um, Deshaun Watson's great. Um, but yeah, it's that, that defense is that issue, but, um, what are your thoughts? Yeah. For this team to make a, a deep run into the playoffs, it's going to be on Watson and to put, to put all your, uh, all your strength into your quarterback for him to carry a team. It's going to be tough for him to do, especially as you said, with, with that defense, not being as good as they've been the past few years. I know they lost Clowney to Seattle and they lost Watt to injury. So it's, it's tough for them right now. I don't, I don't see them making a big run, but I think they can definitely win that division. But the Tennessee Titans are very hot right now with Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. Yeah, so the Texans, you mentioned the Titans. We talked about the Steelers. Um, the Bills and the Chiefs are right there in the mix, so there's definitely teams that can give the Ravens and the Patriots a run for their money. However, I believe we can all agree that those are the two frontrunners for the conference. Definitely, and let's take a quick look at maybe we could dive into Buffalo. I mean, Buffalo's one game back at the AFC East right now. Let's not forget that. 
Uh, they just went into Dallas on Thanksgiving and embarrassed uh, Dak Prescott and Zeke Elliott in Dallas. And Josh Allen uh, proved to us that maybe he's a lot better than we all think. And this kid is a really good rusher, and he threw the ball pretty well. And this Buffalo receiving core is very underrated with Cole, Be- Cole Beasley and John Brown. Yeah, you know I'm not a huge believer of the Bills. Um, their notable wins are the Cowboys and the Tennessee Titans. So until I see them beat um, a team that's higher caliber, then I'll start to give them more credit. However, you know what? Something that's hard to do that I will tip my cap to them for is beating the teams they're supposed to. You know, a lot of people, they look at the calendar and, like, and before the season they say, you know, that's a win, that's a winnable game, winnable game, winnable game. However, you got to actually go out there on Sunday and play that game. At the Jets, the Eagles, um, the Carolina Panthers, the teams that we mentioned that got upset this weekend, they went out there and they probably overlooked this game and they were looking to the next week. And that's something that you can't do in the NFL. So the Bills have done a good job at that. Yeah, at this point, I really cannot take the NFC East seriously. I, I don't understand how this is even a division in the NFL anymore because uh, somehow the Washington Redskins are still in, in contention to win the NFC East, which really shows how, how embarrassing this division has been to the league. And the Eagles had a perfect chance to tie the, the uh, Dallas Cowboys in first in this division, and they go out to Miami and can't beat Ryan Fitzpatrick and a Miami Dolphin team who's tanking. I, I, I don't even know who I want to win the NFC East anymore. I wanted Philly because I don't like Dallas, but now I, I really could care less who wins. It's, it's a joke. Yeah, the NFC East is absolutely a joke. Um, you know, Dallas is leading the pack at 6-6, at six and six, which is embarrassing. <laughs> it um, is. That, with that talent on that team, they should, be, they should have at least eight wins right now, maybe nine. Um, but the coaching, Jason Garrett's going to get fired, unless he was a Super Bowl somehow. But, um, yeah, I mean, the Eagles are beat up in their secondary. They have no weapons on offense. They got Alshon Jeffrey, Nelson Aguilar, wide receivers, who, who are really not good at all. Um, their running game, Jordan Howard, hasn't been existing this year. Miles Sanders has come along as a, as a decent rookie, but they don't really have a, a firm running game. And, I mean, Carson Wentz doesn't look great. He makes crazy plays once in a while, but I, I don't know. He just can't win games. So, And the New York Giants are an absolute joke. Um, they, they just got nothing going on. Like, Top to bottom, the roster is absolutely horrible. Saquon hasn't done much this year. And uh, I'm surprised the Redskins actually won a few games. Um, I know. With Lear asking that quarterback, he's averaging like 130 passing yards a game. So, I mean, they, they find a way to win games, unlike the Giants. But that division is, is definitely the worst in the league. It's tough to watch right now. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I keep looking at this Dallas Cowboys team and – I wanted to. I was a firm believer that they would actually put it together, and I kept telling you guys both. We talk all the time about sports. I told you guys that I really believe that the Cowboys are going to win this division, and it won't even be close. But now they might not even win the division. The Eagles are right there, one game back. They have to play each other again in, I believe, two weeks, and it's really up in the air. But on a, on another note, the fact that a 500 team in the Dallas Cowboys or Eagles, whoever wins the division, will have a home playoff yep. game against the 49ers who or, will probably end the season with three um two three or four, four losses i mean they're going to be 
most likely a, like a three, a thirteen and three team or Seahawks. I mean, it, it, it's insane that 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 that's even possible. I know it's gonna be. It's kind of annoying for Seahawks or Niners to go into Dallas or or into Philly for that matter, uh, for the playoffs. But I, I don't think Dallas or Philly's gonna win that game either way because the Niners and Seahawks are ten times better than both those teams. So whoever gets that wild card will probably win anyways. But the fact that Jason Garrett still has a a, a f- head football coaching job right now is actually more of an embarrassment to Dallas because Jerry Jones should have pulled the leash on that guy last season because all you'd see when you're watching the game is is Dallas not doing anything right offensively and then him just just clapping clapping on the sidelines for, for nothing. He just stands there with a smile on his face clapping. I, I really don't understand how you can do that when you're coaching a 6-6 six and six football team who has the talent to be 10-2. and two. It, it, doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense to me. It really doesn't. I mean, Jason Garrett has only had one losing season. Um, he shouldn't have any with that team. No coach would have a losing uh, losing season with that roster. None. I agree, but I'm just looking here now. Um, he has one losing season in the last eight years since twenty since 2011. He's and how many playoff wins does he have? No, one maybe zero. Yeah, maybe one or two. I think no, maybe one beat, or two. Which is... No, they beat Seattle. I'm pretty sure last year in the in the first round. You're right. You're right. No, 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 no. He got one. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He has two playoff wins. Uh, in how many seasons? I just had to pull it up now. In eight seasons. Eight seasons. But and, and they were competitive in almost all every season they were in to be Super Bowl contenders. The fact that you say that he should have been gone last year, I'm going to have to disagree with. He got a playoff win, and he won the division. Okay, but you, he should have been fired at least midway through the season. The fact that Jerry Jones is saying we're not firing him midway through the season doesn't make sense. What are you going to keep him to the end of the season for? Why, but why would you fire your coach midway through the season if because you're going to win the division? How are you gonna, how are gonna, gonna win the division? You're gonna, losing games. You're gonna head into the playoffs with uh, interim coach. Uh, maybe it'll turn. Maybe it'll turn the, the team around. Maybe I it'll just, boost their morale. Something because this guy is terrible. I see what you're saying, and it would be a statement. But you can't do that to a team that's gonna head into the playoffs. You can't change up everything. We, but we, but what happens if they don't make the playoffs and Philly wins the division? You're right. What happens? Like but idiot. right now, with what three uh, three or four games left, there's he, they're they're up by a game. Okay, and they still the, have to play each other head to head. Yeah, right now they're the favorites to win the division, though. The the schedule doesn't favor Dallas, but yeah, the schedule definitely favors Philly. But who knows? But but Dallas is with have a better four record. games left, being up by a game, I like. I'd rather be in Dallas's position. All I'm saying is, I just don't think this guy deserves to be a, a head coach right now. He sh- he should be fired. That's all I'm saying. And he probably will be fired at the end of the season. Did you see oh, what Jerry he, Jones said he today? One hundred percent should be. Jerry Jones came out when they asked him about um, uh, Jason Garrett's coaching position next year. He said, "I'm sure he'll be a coach in the NFL." Yeah, he, complete, he complained say, about him all season. He didn't though. say that he'll be a coach. He keeps dancing around it. But we probably know that Jason Garrett's going to be fired. There's way too much talent on this team um, for them to be losing games. They should not be a 6-6 six and six team. We know. And let's see how much uh, their quote-unquote franchise quarterback, Dak Prescott, gets paid because that guy's not winning a Super Bowl. I'm telling you that right now. I agree. He's not. Unless you put him on a super team. Yeah, we'll see. Just in the position that they are right now, they can't afford – to drop Des- Dak Prescott and and rebuild around a new quarterback. So in my opinion, they're stuck. I believe that, that yeah you're right they're stuck and I think that they should try. Um, what would be most beneficial for them is maybe a three or four year deal with Dak Prescott. Nothing super long term. Um, give him what he wants. He wants a lot of money. Give him what he wants though because this is your time to win now, Dallas. This is your time to win now. It's been it's been their time to win. You wait too long, and, and if you take a new quarterback in here, then Zeke, his year, you're wasting away Zeke's years. You're wasting away Amari's years, who they still have to lock up. Talk about that defense. You got Jalen Smith, Vander Esch. You have, you know, you're building around so many good players. Um, that offensive line we can talk about. 
and you can't let this they waste away. Produce. So Jerry, message to Jerry Jones. You got to get that deal done with Dak. Even though he's not the guy for the future and he might not be the best quarterback, with the team around him, they might be able to go out and win. Um, and that's why, you know what, I'm, I'm not going to I'm not gonna count them out. Um, if they do make it to the playoffs, they can make a spark just because of the talent there. But until I see them piece it together, I can't like throw money on them or, or tell you that they're going to be um, making a run. But, not at all. But I would not be surprised if they piece it together. They have the talent. So we can look at the other teams in the NFC um, right before we close out the show today. So in the one seed, we have um, the New Orleans Saints now, and the Seahawks are right behind them, both at 10-2. and two. Then we have the Packers winning their division, um, the Cowboys, like we've just talked about, winning their division, and the Niners and the Vikings are in the wild card spot with the Rams and Bears looking in. Yeah, um, Vikings, I think they're going to get that wild card spot. They're, they've been playing well. To, to come into Seattle, I know Cousins – Never plays well prime time. But that loss last night, I would not put it on Cousins. I mean, he play, He didn't play bad. He didn't play amazing. But he, he gave his team a chance to win. And personally, I think Xavier Rhodes was probably why they lost that game. He, he blew a lot of coverages. And he was a big reason why Russell Wilson threw that 60-yard TD. Do I, bl- I believe it was Moore, their third or fourth string wide receiver. Uh, wide open down the field, that can't happen. Their defense, their secondary did not step up for them last night. And that was a big reason why they lost. You're right, but I'll tell you why the Vikings, I believe they'll make the playoffs. I think sure. they're a wild card I don't team. think the Rams yeah, are going to catch them. Um, the Bears are two games back. They won't catch them. But I believe that the Vikings will be a first-round exit. I think that Kirk Cousins has not had it in him to win a playoff game. Um, I don't believe he's been in the playoffs ever. Um, and he's not clutch. We saw everyone's posting it on, on Twitter and all the social medias that Kirk Cousins is now 0-8 on Monday Night Football games. The kid not cannot, a primetime player. He can't perform in, in the prime time. He can't perform in the clutch. We saw him last night with a chance to come back and lead his team to a, a victory drive, and he was not able to do so. And I know that the Vi- uh, Seahawks, excuse me, defense is very good, but I have not seen it from Kirk Cousins that he can go out there and win important games. So that's why the Vikings will be a first-round exit. Yeah, I could, yeah, I, could say that. I, I have to agree. The, um, you know, the Vikings, they have a lot of offensive firepower around Kirk Cousins, but come the big, when the big game comes, Kirk is not clutch. Um, I also think that defense, the secondary, Xavier Rhodes, he's, he used to be a number one corner. Now this year, he's non-existent, and he's not even top, top, top 10. But um, I totally agree. Kirk cannot win a big game. Um, but... Who knows? It's a playoff, so anything could happen. And they do def- they definitely have the talent to win win a few uh, playoff games. But um, yeah, I, I don't see the Vikings go um going to the NFC Championship. You're right. And beside yeah. the fact of Kirk Cousins possibly beating himself in primetime games, um, they're probably gonna if the season ended right now, they would have to play the Packers in Green Bay. So good luck against Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. That's all I'm saying. It's tough. And then so we'll look at the next game. Um, if the season ended today, obviously. It would be 49ers-Cowboys. From what we've talked about today, I think we could all agree that th- that game might not even be close. Um, the 49ers should not be a wild-card team. If they were in any other division, they would um, be winning their division. Um, so that game uh, should be a lock for the 49ers. And at the top, we have the Saints and the Seahawks slotted for the bye right now. Yeah, I like – right now I like the Seahawks over New Orleans. Um, I think Russell Wilson has put together – a. F- Phenomenal season. If there wasn't a guy named Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson would probably be uh, MVP. Um, Russell Wilson's touchdown-interception ratio is out of this world. It's very good. Um, 
I think it's going to be tough, though, if they have to go to New Orleans for that NFC Championship. Obviously, both stadiums are very loud. One's in a dome, one's not. But uh, Seattle, they're both tough places to play. I think um, Seattle could still get that home game if New Orleans drops one, but I think Seattle's got a great chance to win out. So I, Yeah, I totally agree. I'm a, I'm a big believer in the Seahawks this year. Um, Russell Wilson, he's playing outstanding football, and he's just a smart quarterback. He doesn't make mistakes. He manages the game. And a lot of people say, you know, Tom Brady has no weapons, but I don't think Russ has a lot of weapons either. He's got Tyler Lockett, who, you know, he's, a, he's, a top, he's coming along this year. He's a great receiver, but he had no catches last night, which yeah. is crazy, and they still beat the Vikings. Um, and, you know, they still put up 37 points. You know, they got um, D.K. Metcalf, who's a rookie. He's, he's decent. Josh Gordon, you know, he's, he's good for a few catches a game. But um, other than that, Russell has not a lot of weapons on offense. They definitely um, utilize the running game more than more than most teams, and they're great at running the football. Uh, Rashad Penny's coming along as a great number two running back. You know, they're a two-headed monster now. Chris Carson had some fumbling issues, so they started to use Rashad Penny, and you know, both of them as a duo, it's wor- it's working out really well. So I like Seattle over New Orleans. I think Seattle can go to the Super Bowl, and if they could get that number one seed and have home home field throughout the whole playoffs. That's going to be dangerous. CenturyLink, um, you know, it's Russell doesn't lose at home. So yeah, with that crowd, man. yeah, Russ is just a, he's had a phenomenal NFL career. I think he's what's this his eighth or ninth season. He's he's had a winning season in every one, I think, and he really should have two rings if Pete Carroll knew how to run the football at the one <laughs> yard line. But um, yeah, I I, I full, I'm a firm believer in him. And with Breeze not having his typical season, I think Seahawks, I would give him a little bit of an edge over New Orleans right now. And just to add on to Ryan's point, uh, Russell Wilson really has had nothing to work with. You mentioned Josh Gordon being good for one or two catches a game. They just picked him up. And last night, he only had one catch. Um, you look at the tight end position, Will Disley out for the season. And he was doing good before he got hurt. Now he's working with Jacob Hollister. Yeah. I didn't even know who Jacob Hollister was. He was until, a backup on New England. Year. Yeah, he's working yeah. nothing. So, I mean, yeah, Russell Wilson having a great year. Um, that goes without being said. And then, like you mentioned, the running back situation with the two-headed monster. Um, you're right, Carson was fumbling, so they put in Penny for a little bit, and it's worked out very well. And I think that that's a very effective timeshare. And they're also playing very selfless. I saw on Twitter today that Chris Carson actually subbed himself out of the game to let Rashad Penny get some more carries. So if they're working well and cohesive, that's something that's pretty scary because selfless football uh, means everything. And when a team's working together, you can see how effective they are. Works well, yeah. So we all agreed that the Ravens and the Patriots are the two frontrunners in the AFC. Can we come to agreement on two teams in the NFC? Because um, right now I don't think I can think of a solid two teams. You know, we talk about the Saints and the Seahawks, but i got to give credit to the Packers. And I think that the Packers could be playing in that NFC championship um, and very much, uh, very well be going to the Super Bowl possibly as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, now the – go ahead, Tom. Are you sure? You got it? Yeah, you got it. All right. Yeah, Green Bay, um, I, I, if they have that home field, obviously Lambeau's tough to play at, uh, especially with that cold weather. Rodgers, no, no one's better in that than him. But um, their receiving core, I don't know this year, man. Devonta Adams, he's been injured, but when he's healthy, he's obviously their clear number one. But they've had a few guys like Lazard step up. Uh, Jimmy Graham, 10 end position, he's been playing pretty well. But Aaron Jones, he's he's very inconsistent at running back. He he can either have a very good week or a very slow week. And um, I think the big a big way this team can get to the NFC Championship is through their defense because this Green Bay D this year, 
both of those Smith guys, Zadarius Smith, Preston Smith, have been huge for them. I think they have a combined 20 sacks this year plus. Uh, Jair Alexander has played great at the cornerback position. Blake Martinez at linebacker. I think this defense is scary. And and the way Rodgers can, can throw the football, I think this team can very well win the NFC Championship. I think it's going to be a great uh, four-team battle between New Orleans, uh, Green Bay, San Francisco, and uh, Seattle. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, Green Bay, you know, they got Aaron Rodgers. He is uh, – top quarterback in the league he's very smart too and um doesn't make mistakes and i think that's big but uh yeah their defense is very good this year they got a lot of names on their defense you know adrian amos the, the smiths um defense is playing well blake martinez and um i think they're they could very well win the nfc win the whole nfc and go to the super bowl but um it's gonna be hard with with the niners Seahawks and Saints, you know, all the NFC stacks. So it is. We'll, we'll see in a few weeks. Yeah, I'm just trying to compare schedules real quick. Um, the Saints um, will close out. They have to play the 49ers next week and then the Colts, the Titans, and the Panthers. So you look, I, it's tough I schedule. I'm not sure if they'll be able to beat the, the 49ers or not. However, I do believe that they will go three and one during that period. I, you know, the Colts and the Titans are not a lock though, not at and all. Um, neither are the Panthers. But then I'm looking over at um, the Packers schedule. They have to play their division one more time, and they have a free win against the Redskins. So, true. But they still have. I'm pretty sure they still have to go to Minnesota, correct? So Minnesota is also not out of that divisional race. They're winning game back, and I think they still have to play Green Bay head to head. You're right. So each. So don't count Minnesota out of the the NFC North uh, division. No, 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 not at all. But if Green Bay takes care of business and runs the table and they can count on a loss from the Saints or the Steelers, they might be able to slip into that bye. Wait, do the Saints... Not, not the Steelers, sorry, the Seahawks. True, but do the Saints... Um, who who would have, like, the tiebreaker there? If they um, both finish 13-3. I'm not sure. Because um, I don't think they played each other head-to-head this year. No, so the tiebreakers probably aren't, aren't settled yet. Yeah, no. Um, however, that would be interesting if they could do so. Yeah, I think the, the buys are going to be between Seattle, New Orleans, and um, Green Bay. Green Bay. I, I don't see San Francisco getting that buy. I don't. And I think Seattle's too strong. And I don't. I don't think there's enough games left for the Vikings to jump ahead either, even if they run the table. No, I think they. The max Minnesota can do is win the division, and I think they're probably going to get wild card. But the max they can do is division. They're not going to get the two seed. No way. I'm excited though. Yeah, and I believe so. We'll be on one more time um, before Christmas break. Sadly, we're gonna be we won't be able to record during the first um, week of playoffs, but we'll be back for the division right after the divisional games um, and the conference and Super Bowl as well. Yeah, Giants fans, just keep your head up. The chase for Chase is still going on. We have four more losses to get, and uh, hopefully, we can finish up two and fourteen. I really want Chase Young on that defensive end next year for the New York Giants. I agree, Tom. Chase Young is he's a he's a he's a freak. He's uh I think he's gonna be a great, great player in the NFL. And um he's like a Bo- he's like Nick Bosa. He's gonna be he's gonna be a Nick Bosa. Hopefully he can turn that defense around. Um, you know, it's it goes to show in the NFL you cannot win games with, with a, a top a bottom defense. I mean Not you at just all. can't. Like no matter how look at the Chiefs. I mean, they they're eight and four and they, they 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 don't look great because their defense. But if Mahomes had a great defense, he he might be undefeated right now. You never know. Yeah, it's but there's a g- great game, great game uh, Sunday. Um, Patriots and and uh, Chiefs. So we'll see how good that Chiefs offense is against the Patriots, and we'll see if you know the Patriots offense could do anything. 
um, given that the Chiefs defense is bad. But, um, that I mean, hopefully that, that'll be a great game, and we'll see how legit the Chiefs are and the Patriots, too. Yeah, two great games coming up Sunday, Chiefs, uh, Pats, and then we got New Orleans, San Francisco. So I can't wait. Should be good ones. So, Tom, since you uh, sent a quick message out to the fans of the team that you root for, I guess I'll do the same. Yeah, what do so, you got for us? So, Jets fans, um, what did you expect? We're the Jets. <laughs> Typical. Just as, as you thought it was going up, it goes right back down. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, You're not um, as a whole, when, when I look at the season, if the Jets can end up winning seven or eight games, I'd be happy with that. That's a big improvement from last year, and we're finally starting to go in the right direction, I believe. Although losing, I don't see eight though. That's going four zero and beating Baltimore. I'd yeah. say seven max. Correct. You're still got to play Pittsburgh, Buffalo, and who's the last one? Miami. 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 So I'm hoping you beat my at least split with Miami this year. But yeah, if you see, you're definitely going in the right direction, if you could see like six or seven wins, and which is what you want to see. I know we have to close out the show. But I'm just so confused about Adam Gase, man. I, I hated him in the beginning. I loved him when he was winning games, putting up 34 points three weeks in a row. And then just losing to the Bengals, man. And that, that just losing to the Bengals, um, the Bengals are not a very good team. I know that they had Andy Dalton coming back. But that is um, undercoached right there. That is, that is poor coaching, not preparing your team to win a game that you're supposed to. Yeah, me being a Giant fan, I obviously don't like my coach either. But I think Shermer should be gone. I think... Gates should be gone from the Jets. Both teams need to cut ties. I think the Giants should should sign the Baylor head coach. I know you were also interested in him. Rule, he looks great. He turned that program around in two years. And I think the Jets should go for McCarthy, former Green Bay Packers coach. He wanted to come to the Jets in the offseason. They didn't sign him. He's probably willing to come to, to sign this offseason because he knows that they're struggling. And he's a great offensive-minded coach. He, he turned Rodgers into one of the best quarterbacks of all time after relieving Favre. So, I think that's your guy. Holding on to Gase is just going to – it's going to delay your, your process of rebuilding. I'm not sure, man, because last year we had a chance to get Matt Rule. didn't work out. Had a chance to get McCarthy. The Jets obviously wanted to go in a different direction with Adam Gase. And if you t- keep turning over coaches, there's going to be no consistency. And as far that's as true. as far as your quarterback, Sam Darnold, it would be his third coach in three seasons. And that's kind of hard to do to a quarterback. And it would just de- I think it would actually delay his de- development even more. Um, I'd rather see one more season out of Adam Gase. Um, if he can't, honestly, next year he's going to have to make it to the playoffs with the roster that they're going to have. Um, and if he can't do so and he's not and he doesn't have a winning record, then I agree we should look uh, elsewhere. Go. But let's let's not um, set back Sam Darnold's development even more so than it already is. It's true. That does hurt a quarterback. All right. So that about does it for us today. Um, thank you, Ryan Stom, for joining us. It's always a pleasure, and we will make sure to have you back definitely during the playoffs probably, um, and we'll hear your takes then. Yeah, thank you, guys. It was a pleasure. All right, so until next time, I'm Bobby McInnes along with Thomas Spallone, our guest Ryan Stom today, and we'll see you next time.